College football week zero is upon us. Not a lot of games to get excited about, but a couple of teams worth taking a look at. Then, Heisman Trophy odds. Let's talk some football. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. College football finally, thank God, is upon us. Week zero, seven games on Saturday. None really worth getting excited about, but there are a couple of teams, top 25 teams in action, so we're going to go over them. First off, number 13, Notre Dame plays Navy in Ireland, the Fighting Irish, 20-and-a-half-point favorites. I would assume that Notre Dame is going to be somewhat of a home favorite. Now, Notre Dame started the season off last year with new head coach Marcus Freeman dropping week one game against Ohio State, which was to be expected. It was on the road, but then dropped a shocker at home to Marshall, ended up rallying, won nine of their last 11 to finish nine and four, and looked like they were getting their stuff together. Sam Hartman, the six-year senior quarterback transfer from Wake Forest, who happens to be the ACC's all-time leader in passing touchdowns, is now under center for Notre Dame. If the Irish want to have any chance at making a college football playoff, they're going to have to get much better play from the quarterback position than they did last year, where Tyler Buckner started the season, left due to injury. They never really got anything going as far as an offensive game and a passing attack. It was really more about the run game and playing defense. And Tyler Buckner decided to take his talents to Tuscaloosa, where he's probably going to sit the bench there too. Sam Hartman, he gives the Irish a chance. The first kind of big-name quarterback they've had in quite a while, an established presence. I'm excited to see what Hartman can do. Navy's covered six of their last nine versus Notre Dame, and they're 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 overall. The over-under is 48.5. The midshipmen totals over six of their last eight, and Notre Dame has gone over in each of their last seven. I'm going to take Notre Dame to win, Navy to cover, and the over of 48 and a half points. Book that one. And then the only other team worth really getting excited about this weekend is number six, USC. They play host to the San Jose State Spartans. The men of Troy are 30 and a half point favorites. And let's be honest, everybody wants to see what Caleb Williams is going to look like again this season. Last year's Heisman Trophy winner and head coach Lincoln Riley look to just dial it up again. More video game numbers. Caleb Williams tries to be the second ever player to repeat as Heisman Trophy winner. So far, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, way back in the 70s, the only player ever to do that. Caleb Williams has got a real shot. As long as Lincoln Riley is calling the shots offensively and as the head man, I mean, this is the same guy who coached Baker Mayfield to a Heisman Trophy and Kyler Murray to a Heisman Trophy. And oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts in his only year at Oklahoma finished second in the Heisman Trophy voting that year. So we're going to talk Heisman Trophy odds a little bit later. You can bet Caleb Williams will be part of that discussion. Now, USC ended the season with losses to Utah in the conference championship game and Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. Now, that loss to Utah in the Pac-12 championship game was their second loss of the season to Utah and, in effect, knocked them out of contention for a college football playoff appearance. USC is going to be ready to play some football. They're going to be itching to get back on the field and get that taste out of their mouth. San Jose State, on the other hand, Dropped three of their last four to end the season. 
finish seven and five. Here's a stat for you. The Spartans were one and four on the road last year, not including a 41-27 loss to Eastern Michigan and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. How famous could it be? I never even heard of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. So do with that what you will. Now, San Jose State failed to cover any of their last seven games last year, and they're one and five against the spread, and their last six versus the Pac-12. And USC, the last time I checked, is still a Pac-12 team, at least until the 2024 season. The Trojans, on the other hand, are only four and eight against the number in their last 12 opener. And as I stated before, they are 30 and a half point favorites in this one. I don't care what those numbers say about USC and their last 12 week one or week zero games. Coming off two straight losses to end the season, Lincoln Riley is going to have his boys ready to play. 30 and a half is nothing. They laugh at that. The men of Troy will cover that 30 and a half. And USC has gone over in each of their last eight games. Make it nine as this game goes over 66 and a half. Let's talk some Heisman Trophy odds. The biggest award in college football, obviously, USC's Caleb Williams. We just talked about him last year's winner. He's a four and a half to one favorite to win the award. And is it his to lose? Probably. But strange, stranger things have happened, right? If... If it was so easy, then Archie Griffin wouldn't have been the only man to repeat as a Heisman Trophy winner. Next, kind of surprising, especially if you didn't pay any attention to LSU last year, but quarterback Jaden Daniels throws the ball well, runs it really well. You are afraid that he is going to get broken in half every time he tucks the ball and runs it. He, he reminds me of Devontae Smith body type when Devontae was still at Alabama, and you were afraid that he was going to get broken in half. Jaden Daniels has LSU looking up 11-1, to 1, the second best odds to win the Heisman Trophy. Next up, 13-1, to 1, Quinn Ewers, quarterback, Texas. Now, Ewers is getting a lot of publicity as probably quarterback three in the NFL draft, upcoming draft. And again, this stuff changes as, as the season goes on. I mean, he could be benched for Arch Manning by week four, who knows? But as of right now, Quinn Ewers with the third best odds to win the Heisman Trophy. Steve Sarkeesian can coach some offense. If you watched early season last year against Alabama, Texas should have won that game. Sark drew up an incredible offensive game plan, and they were just Ewers were just throwing rockets down the sideline to Xavier Worthy. He ended up leaving the game with an injury. Texas couldn't pull it off, but if there's one thing Sark can do, it's coach offense. He spent time as an offensive coordinator at Alabama, a head coach at USC, so he's got it in him to help Quinn Ewers get where he needs to be. 14-1 to 1 odds, Carson Beck, just named the starter at Georgia, and this is obviously nothing to do with Carson Beck as a player, more to do with the fact that he's going to be quarterbacking the preseason number one Georgia Bulldogs Winners of the last two national championships. And I think, I think it's a little presumptuous to just assume that you can plug anybody in to this offense as a signal caller and think that they're going to perform at the level that Stetson Bennett did. Because let's be honest, Stetson Bennett two years ago did everything he had to do to help Georgia win the national championship. But he wasn't the same quarterback his... Next to last year, I don't even know. I think he was in college for seven years. Jesus Christ. Last year, however, Stetson Bennett, 
he was the reason that Georgia won a lot of those football games. I don't think he just plugged Carson Beck in and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's good to go, pedal to the metal, let's, let's fucking crank this thing up and sling the ball all over the yard. Kirby Smart wants, wants Beck to be a game manager, and that's not the kind of, that's not the kind of performance that's going to get you a Heisman Trophy. To, to be honest, Brock Bowers, tight end, uber-talented tight end prospect from California who made his way to Georgia and has won a national championship each of the last two years and is expected to be a first-round pick, probably has a better chance of winning this award than Carson Beck, but also a 14-to-1, an interesting one, Florida State's Jordan Travis. Now, if you haven't watched Florida State play or haven't watched Jordan Travis play, the offense is absolutely a different beast when Jordan Travis is A, on the field, and B, close to healthy. He is so athletic, and he throws the ball so well that if Florida State is going to have a chance to win the ACC and represent that conference in the national championship picture, it's going to be because of Jordan Travis. Now, you can talk about the talent they have on the outside with Johnny Wilson. You can talk about talent in the backfield. We know that the defense is incredible. Jared Verse came back for another year when he was a surefire first-round NFL draft pick. But this team is going to go as far as Jordan Travis can take them. The key is injuries, and not just an injury that's going to knock you out, but one that's going to limit his effectiveness, his mobility, and his ability to be able to move around in and outside the pocket. Because, again, when he does that, he is the real deal. Now, I can go down this list and give you every player that's getting odds, but the Heisman Trophy is a, largely a quarterback award. You've got to get all the way to 11th on this list to find a non-quarterback. That would be Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, Ohio State. He's going off at 20-1, to 1, and he is widely regarded as the second pick in this year's draft, assuming, assuming the Arizona Cardinals get one and two, where they would take supposedly Caleb Williams and then Marvin Harrison Jr. That's how good he is, and believe you me, he is. I'd, I'm not going to give Marvin Harrison, I'm not putting any money on him, although the odds are good, because at 22 to 1 is his high school teammate, Kyle McCord, who's also been named starting quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes, and they put up numbers from Justin Fields to C.J. Stroud. Now, in addition to having Marvin Harrison Jr. to throw the ball, he also has Emeka Ibuka on the other side, and these two receivers are supposed to be Day one, first-round NFL draft picks. Well, that doesn't happen because they look good standing on the sideline. It's going to be because the expectation is that Kyle McCord is going to get the ball to them early, often, and in space so they can make plays. If you've got two wide receivers on the same team who are going to be first-round NFL draft picks, then you've got a quarterback that is going to be putting up silly, silly numbers. I like throwing a little bit of money on Kyle McCord, Ohio State, new starting quarterback. Also a 22 to 1. And this one's my favorite. Tennessee's Joe Milton. Last year on this show, I talked about Hendon Hooker and how I thought it was his award as the season was going on. And if not for the torn ACL, I still think Hendon Hooker would have won it. And I also think that Tennessee quite possibly and quite probably would have found their way in to the college football playoff. Some similarities between Joe Milton and Hendon Hooker. Both giant. Joe Milton, 6'5", 2". 44. If you'll recall, Hendon Hooker spent three years at Virginia Tech before making his way to the Volunteer State. Well, Joe Milton spent three years at Michigan. 
He is a six-year senior. He's already been in Tennessee in the program for two years. Led him to a 31-14 Orange Bowl win versus Clemson where he threw for 250 and three. Josh Heupel can coach offense. It's a simple scheme. All he does is put people in position to make plays and let his quarterback just rip it. Generally, unless your team has success, you're not going to be considered as a Heisman Trophy candidate. Well, Tennessee was in it last year. They beat Alabama for the first time in a long time and Florida in the same season, and I don't know when that had happened most recently. If there's a time, ever a time, for Tennessee to kind of rise up and establish themselves as the elite in the Southeastern Conference, it's in a season where Georgia loses a ton of talent and their quarterback. Alabama is unsettled at quarterback. Florida's down. And LSU, who's in the second year, under Brian Kelly. Like this conference, more than you would think, is kind of wide open. So I like Tennessee. I really like Joe Milton at 22 to 1. And if you want a real long shot and somebody to cheer for, let me present to you Mississippi's sophomore running back, Quinn Sean Judkins, 50 to 1. In 13 games last year, he ran for over 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns, averaged 5'7 a carry. That 1,500 plus yards was good for seventh in the country. Now, is that going to get you an invitation to New York to the Heisman Trophy presentation? No, but take into consideration that Zach Evans took 144 carries and 936 of those yards and nine touchdowns, and he took his act to the NFL where he's a six-round choice of the Los Angeles Rams. And think about what Quinshawn Judkins, the opportunity he's going to have, he's going to be a 2,000-yard back. Quarterback Jackson Dart had 128 carries last year. Again, quarterback. No other player on the team had more than 16 rushing attempts total on the season. Quinshawn Judkins is going to get the ball fed to him early, often, and a lot. And for those of you that say, well, Lane Kiffin's offense, I mean, he's an innovative offensive mind. Okay. I mean, I think he is pretty good at calling plays. He's pretty good at pissing people off. I know that. But I'll point you back to the 2015 Alabama National Championship season when Lane Kiffin was the offensive coordinator and a guy named Derrick Henry was it running back, winning a Heisman Trophy. That season, Lane Kiffin gave the ball to Derrick Henry 395 times. He rushed for over 2,200 yards and 28 touchdowns in 15 games. It was silly. There was zero creativity. Now, Calvin Ridley was on the team, but he was barely a 1,000-yard receiver. Jay Coker was a quarterback, so it wasn't like there was a ton of talent. That national championship team was basically the defense. And then Lane Kiffin saying, give the ball to the giant guy and tell him to run off tackle to the right. Okay, second down, give the ball to that giant guy and have him run off tackle to the right. A third down, cool. Let's give the guy... The big guy at ball, have him run off tackle to the right. Coach, we did that the last two plays. All right, shit. Just tell him to run to the left end. I mean, that's how basic the offense was. Lane Kiffin has shown that if he has a horse, he will feed him. Now, that season, that 2015 season where Derrick Henry had 395 rushing attempts, the quarterback, the starting quarterback for Alabama, had 393 pass attempts. When have you heard of a running back having more rushing attempts on the season than the quarterback has pass attempts. That's what you're going to see this year out of Quinshawn Judkins. That 395 
Rushing attempts by Derrick Henry is the fourth most all-time. For you UCF fans, Kevin Smith is the leader, all-time leader, and carries in a season 2007 with four. And before you clap back at me and tell me Quinshawn Judkins isn't going to be able to do the same thing he did last year against these SEC defenses, well, he was obviously in the SEC last year, but against Alabama and LSU, the two best defenses that he faced, he went for over 102 touchdowns in both of those games. So you want somebody who you can make some money on? Quinshawn Judkins going at 50-1 to 1 is worth a $100 bill because Lane Kiffin is going to have to feed him the ball a lot. And if he wants to keep his job and stay competitive in the SEC West, that's exactly what he'll do. Thanks for tuning in. Excited for a college football weekend. We'll be back soon. We'll see you next time.